Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Showtime. Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you ready? Ready. Quiet, numbskulls. I'm broadcasting. This is the Bob and Jeff Show, starring Bob Lutz. What do you want me to be? Here are the choices. This guy... Jeff, how are you? You look good today. Did you trim your eyebrows? I like, I like. Jeff Lutz. It's not really about sense of humor. It's about whether I want to humor you. Do I? Not really. 97.5 and 1240 KFH. I heartily endorse this event for Hello, everybody. Welcome a Friday edition the Bob and Jeff Show here on KFH Radio. Bob Lutz is in the house. Jeff Lutz is not replaced today by former campus high school basketball coach Chris Davis. Welcome. Thank you. How are you? I'm okay. I mean, you know, it's a Friday. It's, what, 101 outside right now. Probably feels more like 105 or 106. A lot of people inside, I'm sure. Did you play any golf this morning? I did not play this morning. I played last Tuesday morning. You know, golf, uh, this has to hurt the golf, uh, I would think. I, I did, Even when I played a lot, I didn't like playing when it was this hot. No, it's it, it's miserable. And I'm supposed to play Tuesday, and it's supposed to be 107. And, and the, I'm supposed to play in oh. the afternoon at Teradyne where there's no shade. So. And you lose a million ball. At least I did. When I played well, but if you hit it any a few feet off, Teradyne's got so much gunch and trouble a lot of uh, trouble yeah drive it but it's a beautiful course great course if you hit it straight 869-1240 that is the ihop hotline what's on tap on a friday show at 225 we will talk to kyle linstead he is back at sunrise academy as our head boys basketball coach after a, a journey through division one as an assistant most recently up at the university of minnesota Kyle Linstead will join us at 2.25. At uh, 2.45, uh, Pearson Ole from the Wind Surge, pitcher for the Wind Surge. Uh, they're at it tonight down at Riverfront Stadium as their homestand continues. And uh, we'll talk with Pearson coming up at 2.45. Our guest for five questions, somebody you know. Yeah, very well. Zach Cleaver from uh, Campus High School. The new head boys basketball coach. Yep, it is. I got some questions for him. I bet you do. Be a fun time. Put him on the hot seat. Now you're no longer at campus, obviously. You've retired. Uh, will you attend some campus games this season? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I'll um, 
I'll be a strong Cape and football fan, go to a lot of their games. Because of your friend Weston Sharts. And um, definitely go to uh, a lot of campus games. Well, there you go. I haven't seen him one time this summer. I didn't step foot in the gym. You know, just let him get his stuff going and, and stay out of the way. But uh, when games come, I'll, I'll be rooting on those kids and that staff for sure. And how will uh, Capen do in football this year? What are we What well, are we expecting? We had lunch the other day, right? He was we five did. and five, and you know he's usually very optimistic. Uh, we're going to be really, really good, and this and that. He was kind of low keyed, and um, maybe that's the way he's going now. And maybe. you said you said five and five's not going to cut it at Capen, and you're right. He, he better get on the stick, or he might be looking for a job. So, <laughs> well, and they're building this brand new indoor facility over there. I mean. He wants to go till he's 75 or 80, you know. He, so He's he not better, 70 now? He better start winning. Ah, he'll get it done. No, without question. He, he knows what he's doing. He's coached forever. Uh, so we'll see. And, and of course, Chris Davis, uh, son of Larry Davis, longtime uh, tournament director for the NBC World Series. That tournament uh, gets started next week out at X Stadium. I know how much that tournament means to you. It means a lot to me. It's a, it's a different time. 16 teams are entered, including Santa Barbara. So my feeling is, my feeling is, being the guy I am, Santa Barbara's going to win it again, and I don't see how they won't. Who's playing for seconds? a bigger question. I well, would, and that's, I would. you know, that's something that's got to change in that tournament, and I don't know how it will. I mean, as long as Santa Barbara is located in Santa Barbara and as long as they have Bill Pintard and as long as uh, they get they keep getting the the type and amount of very good Division One players that they get, and well, how, how are you going to beat them? I think maybe the only way that you could beat them if you, if you get a good Alaska team that would commit to coming back, but... It's so expensive, and I don't know, you know, I don't know how the relationships are with those people. But you would think that surely somebody from Alaska could come back and compete with them. No one from Alaska in this year's field. Been a while. Uh, it has been a little while, and we wish Katie Woods the best. Listen, I, I've gotten to know her a little bit. She's high energy, uh, very good, very promotional minded. Uh, they got some great promotions going on. And, uh, you know, she's, she's rolling up her sleeves and getting to work. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see what the NBC World Series has to offer. It sure would be nice if they could get a week in the stadium. That's, that's for sure. I think, that, I think that's in the, in the cards. I think there's been some movement toward making that happen. But it's not going to be a two-week thing in the, no. in the, at Riverfront right. Stadium anymore. Uh, and with 16 teams, how many days do you really need? No, exactly. You can do it easily in What's, six What are seven the dates days. of the tournament this year? It starts Monday, and I don't know how long it goes for. Well, I mean, I'd Maybe like to know Maybe she's listening. That. Maybe she'll call us. Yeah, she was on the show earlier in the week, I believe, but uh, when, I, when I wasn't here. Uh, but uh, we'll figure that out. You know, I can remember when you strung for two weeks, 15, 16 days. You know, it was... And, and it always started a little bit later in August. And, you know, everybody's bumped up the start of school, except maybe the West Coast schools. The kids got to be back uh, to school earlier. And you're really, you're fighting a lot of timelines, that's for sure. Uh, yeah. 
That opening night is Thursday, August third. So you were you were off on that. Sorry, but uh, you know. August third, the first is Tuesday. Wait a minute. Now I'm confused. Uh, August August the third is pool play lasts from August third through August eighth. Uh, and then they go into round robin play, right? You or a uh, bracket play. And I don't know. Bracket play starts the ninth. The championship game is uh, August twelfth. So ten days to play a sixteen-team tournament. Here's here's the charm of the NBC for older people like us. Okay, we're old. I am. I I think you're in your 60s, so you you can have it either way. Um, Playing all the time. Games going day and night. There's a charm to that. There's even if the even if there's not a ton of people in the stands for a 10 a.m. game on a Thursday morning, it's still incredibly cool that that's going on. And the fact that they used to have baseball around the clock was a great promotion, uh, a great promotion, and that you just had baseball wall-to-wall for two weeks. And you could get teams that you weren't familiar with, and you'd, you'd follow them or research them a little bit and, and, and fall in love with them, and you could, you know, different teams, and you just wasn't the same teams all the time. And that, uh, I mean, I could, you, if the lights were on at LD Stadium, you knew they were usually playing, and you could drive down Kellogg, and they'd be on at 2, 3, 4 in the morning. And if those lights were on, you knew they were playing because uh, that was uh, LD's big deal. Get those lights off. we got to pay the bill. So if there were no lights on, you weren't playing. If the lights were on late at night, I guarantee you they were playing. So here are the teams that are uh, in the field for the 80 what? Seventh, is it? Something like that. I think it's 87. The 89th NBC World Series. Hard to fathom. 89th year of the NBC World Series. Uninterrupted, too, right? Uh, Yeah. Uh, So, in Pool A, you've got the Denver Cougars, a Jayhawk League to be determined, a Jayhawk League team to be determined, Lone Star, Texas, and the Sedgwick County Blues. In Pool B, you have the Great Bend, the Batcats out of Great Bend, Lone Star, Texas, Kraken, Sandlot out of Tulsa, Oklahoma, and Santa Barbara. Pool C, Arlington, Texas, Baptist, Liberal, the DCAT Collegiate League, whatever that is, and the Seattle Studs. And in Pool D, GPS, Texas Legends, Hayes, the Jayhawk League, another team from the Jayhawk League, and the Seattle-Washington Blackfins. So here's what you have. And, and again, I want this thing to work, okay? How many I want the NBC. Well, that's what I'm going to give you. Uh, you have, if the Jayhawk League, I presume all the teams are Kansas teams. Right. So you'd have one, two, three, four. Five, six of your 16 would be from Kansas. You'd have two from Colorado, right? Denver, Colorado. I guess that's the only Colorado team. So you'd have one from Colorado. That's seven. 
out of Texas, you'd have one, two, three, four. That gets you to 11. Out of Washington, you'd have two. Seattle, two teams from Seattle. That gets you to 13. I don't know where DBAT Collegiate League comes from. Uh, that's 14. You'd have Santa Barbara from California, 15. And uh, who else? Baptiste? Oh, no. That was Texas. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. Anyway, anyway, you've only got six or seven states represented in your tournament. And I don't know. I don't know what I want to say about is it, that. Is it a national tournament? I mean, that's... Well, here's what... I almost feel guilty doing this, but this is this is how I'm made. I was a sports columnist for years. I I try to I try to be respectful, but I also feel like it's important to be truthful. Part of what they have on their website is here, uh, welcoming 16 teams from across the country. This isn't an across the country no. tournament anymore. West Coast and in. Yeah, it's nothing east of Kansas, uh, and it is what it is. So I wish them all the best, but this is a work in progress, and they need a breakthrough. They need some kind of a breakthrough with television or uh, some affiliation or a partnership or something that can that can move the NBC World Series forward because everybody who says, I can't believe the NBC isn't at Riverfront Stadium for two weeks. This, this is blasphemy. This is, you got to take into account, folks, that the NBC World Series for many years now has been in decline. And that's just the facts. That's not me trying to be mean or right. uh, point out something that shouldn't be pointed out. It's been in decline for how many years? 20, 25? When's the last time your needle was moved from the NBC? Well, I mean, what Santa Barbara does is, is incredible. Well, I would hope you, I thought maybe you'd say the Kansas Stars. Well, the that Kansas Stars made interest. an impact. Big time impact. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. That was something out of the norm. Yes. It was interesting. They won it one year. They didn't win it the other year they were in it. Uh, they... They were must-see. Would you not say that was the last time the needle was moved in the last 20 years? Yeah. I mean, Santa Barbara moves the needle. You know, you got to give them their due respect. Right. It's not their fault that the competition no. right. level has fallen off. Uh, they're still putting together a very good team every year. I presume they've got another one this year. How could you not presume that? Uh, the Seattle Studs have held up their end of the bargain pretty well, right? I mean, their uh, Hayes, to a degree, has been has been pretty good. Uh, you'd like for him to win one, wouldn't you? Well, I mean, you'd, but they're not going to win. They're not going to beat Santa Barbara, so it's almost you can you can want them to win as much as you want, but as long as Santa Barbara is able to recruit the kind of players they're recruiting. You got so many teams in this part of the country. Uh, you know they're they're dividing up a f pretty small pool already. Right. Yeah. 
So when you have this many Kansas teams, and so many aren't even playing in the NBC World Series, didn't qualify or, or, or whatever, um, but Santa Barbara is just as big a favorite as you can possibly be. I mean, you, you'd be foolish to pick anybody. If, yeah. if, if FanDuel put the odds up, <laughs> What would Santa Barbara would be of what minus minus I don't even know how the odds work, but they'd be a big big favorite. Right, absolutely. If I said to you, I'll give you the field, and I get seventy five dollars if Santa Barbara wins, but I'll pay you one fifty if they lose. Would you take no. that bet? No. Because they're not going to. Well, that's bet. crazy. They're not, not going to lose. Take a bet like that. They're not going to lose. I mean, you, you just. I mean that you take the say. Hey, I'll take Santa Barbara, and you have the field. Most of the people would say no way, no way. I mean, it's theirs. You get a field bet, you're going to take it. Theirs to lose, but not. No, you, you don't get a field. You, you say in his prime, and Tiger Woods. You can have Tiger Woods, and I'll take the field. You wouldn't take the field. You'd take Tiger Woods. Nah, in his, yes, in his prime, yes, Bob, you would. He didn't win all the majors. Well, he won a Santa Barbara's winning all the majors. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Tiger didn't win. He won one or two a year. Uh, but he didn't. You know, if you you've been stupid. If you if you if you bet against Tiger Woods in all four majors, and he only wins one, you're going to win three. <laughs> I know that. But Santa Barbara, you're not going to win any. No. No, I, I would agree, but I'm just saying field bets aren't ridiculous because I'd take Tiger any day of the week in his prime. Well, I don't know about that. I, I probably wouldn't have taken Tiger against the field because you're, depending on the odds, because he didn't win. I mean, he, what what he win, 13 majors in his, in his career? 13, 14, somewhere like yeah. that. He played a lot. Yeah, he did play in a lot of them. But every one of them, till he was hurt, you know. He'd be the guy with the best odds for sure. But he doesn't approach Santa Barbara. If, at the time, while we're talking about this real quick, if when Tiger was in his prime and he was reaching 13 or 14, did you ever really think that Jack Nicklaus's record was in trouble? Oh, yeah. Did, did, did you think Tiger would break it? I don't know if I ever got to the point where I thought he would break it, but I w- wouldn't have surprised me had he broken it. Right. He was certainly knocking on the door. Yeah. I mean, but, uh, you know, they, 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 they all, you know, everybody said that he's going to break Jack's it, record. He's going to break Jack's and record. And you couldn't, you couldn't really argue with that. No, you couldn't at that time. No, you couldn't. Because of how he was playing. But and um, he went into every, every major as a favorite. Yes. And, but not like Santa Barbara's a favorite. No, you're right. You're, no? You're right about that. All right. Uh, the NBC World Series again starts August 3rd, goes through August 12th at X Stadium. Uh, and get out there and uh, watch some games. August 3rd's uh, games are the uh, SC Blues, the Sedgwick County Blues. I'd like to know more about that team. I don't know anything about them. I think one of the other Jayhawk teams, I believe, will probably be Phil Stevens' team. I think they're Kansas Cannons. Yes. Is that who you're uh, talking about? I think they're close to qualifying or may have. Uh, South Central uh, Blues, Sedgwick County Blues against Lone Star Baseball, and then Denver Cougars against the Kansas Cannons. 
Oh, they're in. Yeah, they're already in. Okay. There you go. Let's see if I can determine who the other Jayhawk League team is. Uh, doesn't appear that I can. All right, we'll come back in a moment, talk with Kyle Linstead, the former and current head basketball coach at Sunrise Christian. Kyle Linstead, of course, a former Wichita State assistant, then went on to the University of Minnesota. He's back in Wichita doing something he's very familiar with. He joins us next. Bob and Jeff, Chris Davis, my co-host today. Stay with us. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. KFH. Until you've been beside a man. All right, here's a song from sixty nine that I enjoyed. The Moon and Beyond from Bob Seeger. I was gonna say, is that isn't that Bob Seeger? Yeah. Good songs back then. You know what I've been can you think you know what one hit King Harvest had? No, but I'll know when you tell Dancing me. Dancing in the moonlight. Yeah, there you go. And I just love that song. Well it's a great I song. I just love that song. I play it all the time. It's a great song. Almost on repeat. 
Really? Yeah. And then I went to Nashville last week, and the guy was singing. Really? Yeah. On stage? On stage. You uh, you walk in those bars, and they're everywhere. Does that, that just shows you how much talent there is. I mean, these people are great singers, and they're singing in a bar, you know? In Nashville. In Nashville. We are uh, trying to get with Kyle Lindstead, the uh, boys basketball coach at Sunrise Christian Academy. Uh, Max is making every effort to make that happen. Unlike Kyle. Yeah, I don't know what Kyle. It, it, the, 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 best, the best way to get on my bad side. <laughs> there we go. Uh, there he is. The best way to get on my bad side is uh, not Kyle Lindstead would never be on my bad side. Coach <laughs> Lindstead, how are you? Oh, I'm good. Sorry, guys. I was I'm in a I'm in a recruiting grind, and I was in a meeting, and I put it on Do Not Disturb. So, um, just just <laughs> part of part of the deal right now with uh, drinking out of a fire hose in some ways. So, but all good. I I we completely get it. Uh, so, uh, you were recently hired to be the boys' basketball coach at Sunrise. You had had that job for how many years uh, before you joined the staff at Wichita State? So I was at Sunrise for 16 years as wow. the high school coach and, before before doing college. And really kind of the pioneer behind the whole Sunrise thing. Uh, and now and now coming back full circle, how does that feel to you? Was, was that a, a no-brainer for you to do this, or did you have to give it some thought? Yeah, I mean, really it was a no-brainer. Um, you know, my, my uh, I have six kids. My wife and I have six kids, and, Three of them are older and married and here in town in Wichita. And, um, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'd like to be a grandpa soon, and it's probably <laughs> sooner rather than later for us. And I just uh, – just the opportunity to come home and be around my family, my parents, my kids still go to Sunrise. Um, and so uh, just a great opportunity um, to come back and do what I love, where I love to do it. And um, obviously it's a – it's a great platform as far as like where, where Sunrise is now and where um, the league that we're at, the NIBC is, is going. Um, it's undergoing a buyout from Nike. And so um, lots of positives are happening. And, and so uh, just perfect for me and my family and, and where I'm at in life right now. And very, very happy uh, to be back. You know, I coached against this guy, Bob. You were owing what against him? <laughs> this was they weren't they weren't a prep school yet. They, they were very very traditional. Am I right? Remember yeah, that? That's right. Oh yeah, I that, remember. I'm trying that, to I'm trying to suppress it and forget it, Chris. But I remember. I'm walking. I'm walking in our locker room. You know, they have a separate locker room. I hear all this banging. Just I mean, like louder than a concert on drums, and Kyle's got those kids banging on those lockers, and I mean, it's like being at a rock concert. How are you, buddy? <laughs> I'm doing great. How are you doing, Chris? Nice to hear. From I'm you, good, man. thanks. I'm good. How yeah. um, how is recruiting going? And how many players are back? And can players come back? To like, yeah. Yeah. will you have any players that Luke had that are coming back for another year? I would have, but we had nine seniors. So um, we we really we really have to start brand new, um, and so it's you know it's a good year for it, and that's you know a good year for Luke to leave too. I think he felt like you know there was a there, you know there was you know if you got two or three young guys that you've kind of promised to be here, it makes it a little harder to leave. But I think it was pretty easy for him because you know the guys that he started it with, he kind of finished it with. So 
um, that's another reason why we're working so hard all summer. And uh, it, it, we got a lot of guys replaced. So recruiting's going good. Um, you know, it, obviously it's tough, um, you know, to come right in and, and pick up where you left off. Uh, we, we've got to get some younger guys. And the reason why is, you know, we're getting high-level players. But, um, you know, if you look at Montverde's roster, if you look at Link's roster, if you look at those guys, I mean, we've got – you know, probably three teams in this league that start uh, four to five NBA guys. And so um, we've, we've got high-level guys. We've got blue-blood guys that we've got. Um, but, you know, it's it's just rarefied air. And so, um, you know, to have those type of dudes, it's going to take a year or two to, to play out again for us. But um, I like where we're at. I think we'll be really competitive. And, and um, you know, as you know, Chris, like a – I mean, when I first had Sunrise, like, we were always trying to – we were fighting the uphill battles anyway. So, I kind of like being the underdog, and that's um, that's, that's kind of that's what we've done. And it'll just be one more year of that, and, and um, I'm excited. Kyle Linstead, our guest, head boys basketball coach, Sunrise Academy. Um, and and I, I know I've talked to you about this before. I, I talked to Luke Barnwell about it. Uh, there, there was an event I think last uh, winter where Sunrise played in a tournament out at Coke Arena. Uh, I've always been thirsty for uh, Sunrise to be more in the uh, more visible, uh, mm-hmm. I guess would be the right word, and and to play games in locations where people uh, get easy access to. Is that important, or is am I the only guy banging that drum? No, I, I think it's really important. I mean, um, I think it's important um, for our players and for our school and even for our for our city, you know, to know kind of what we have here and, and what sets us apart. And, you know, people people around the country know that we represent this state and this city. So um, to me, I think it's important. And I think um, it's a great thing. And, you know, people that love basketball in this community are, uh, you know, it's it's a good thing for them to be a part of. And, you know, we got all kinds of young kids that come out and enjoy it. And, you know, you're seeing guys that are future NBA guys before they're there and, and um, future, you know, high level college players before they're there. And it's, it's a lot of fun for the right crowd. And so having an event here in Wichita is one of those things that like we're very happy to, uh, to be a part of. And, and uh, we just got our dates actually, um, and, and they're sliding dates. I'm probably not supposed to say these, but February the 15th through the 17th, um, we will have two of those dates in there. Whenever ESPN tells us, uh, will be will be our event this year, and we'll host our league our league games here. So um, we'll have high level teams that will be here, um, and we will once again host it. I'm not sure that we'll be back at Wichita State. We haven't. We're in negotiation with venues right now, so. Um, we don't know exactly where the venue will be, but we do know that February 15th through the 17th, we'll have another one of those Air Capital uh, Classics where we we host our league event. You know, you talk about venues. That's crazy. You know, when I was first at campus, I thought it would be unbelievable to host uh, a midseason tournament at Kansas Star. And we were like days away from signing a contract and they pulled out at the very, very last minute. I mean, I was, I was just sick, just absolutely heartbroken about it. But it's not easy to 
especially when other teams are playing basketball, it's not easy to find venues, is it? No, no, it's not. It's really not. And, and you know, it's, a, it's an added element because obviously we use the shot clock and, you know, you have the ESPN cameras and all those things that you got to, um, you know, have, have, have in the forefront of your mind in those type of situations. So, um, you know, it takes a little bit of a different venue. It's not just your typical high school gym that can go ahead and, and have that kind of event going on. Kyle Lynn said our, our guest, the uh, head boys basketball coach at Sunrise Christian Academy. So you, you mentioned your family earlier and how, how much this decision to return to Wichita was kind of based on that. And you have a, a couple of great photos of your family on your Facebook page. And I'm not stalking you. I was looking to try to contact you earlier today. So I uh, looked at your Facebook page. And I got to yeah. tell you, you got five older boys in your family, yep, yep, five sons, yep. and then your daughter is number six in the in, in the age <laughs> right. group. And I mm-hmm. I just wonder what her life has been like with five <laughs> older brothers. Oh, man, let me tell you, she's super tough, and she's the most <laughs> of our kids, of all those boys, she's the most like me. The boys are uh, sane and in their right mind like their mother, and my daughter is a little bit more eccentric like her dad. Um, and so, uh, it's been adventurous. I just say she's got really tough, she's got a really thick skin. And then she's also on the flip side in a weird way, ultra protected by them. Um, so it's just, yeah, exactly. Like it's kind of a weird phenomenon, but, um, some of the best videos we watch as a family are the videos where we tell the boys, we sit down and tell the boys we're having a girl and to watch them as little boys just cry their eyes out, you know, cause there's going to be dolls in the house and all that. And, we we enjoy watching those and have a good laugh, but it's it's so a great you, dynamic. Did you just did you keep trying until you had a girl? And, and yeah, because she is okay. Yeah. Well, what what happens if number six was a boy? I I think I think at that point we realized that it was it was it was time to just <laughs> just say okay, that's what God wants, and and that's the way it's going to be. I think we do. Six was our last one, but. I, I tell you, I, you know, I don't know if this is the right place to unveil all this, but I didn't realize that like there are uh, there are ways to figure that stuff out, or at least help uh, to get a girl in. And what I thought was uh, a process of love became science uh, for that last wow. one. So we there was charts and graphs well, a, and all it, kinds of stuff. It's a great looking family, and I just was Thank struck you. by Thank that you. because here are all these yeah. uh, masculine people. And there's that uh, little girl, so it's it's, yeah. it's interesting. Coach, what was uh what was uh, being out of it for a year? What did that do to you? What did you do to pass time? Yeah. And was it driving you crazy, or was it good for you? <laughs> no, you know what? The craziest thing is, is like as soon as I was out of it, like I was in the mix for other jobs, and I was talking to other people, and um, you know, it's kind of always that knee jerk reaction of like I got to get back in. And then, um, you know, I got a really good opportunity um, to be a consultant for an NBA team. I got hired by them, and so um, I got to I got to work for them for two years. So they they paid me and took care of me. And then I was back in town um, here with the family. So like things were things were really really good. And then last year, this is kind of a crazy story, but last year, right before uh, right before school year started last year. Um, Tum Tum Aaron, he's a guy, a young man that played for me. 
for years, for three years here at Sunrise, and then he went to Michigan State and started there as a freshman, took him to a Final Four. Really good player, great person. Sunrise had hired him to coach the post-grad team. And at the last minute, he took a Division One assistant job. So Luke said, hey, man, like, any chance you could consult and that team would let you, would let you um, <laughs> coach our post-grad team. And sure enough, they said, yeah, we're cool with that. So I actually ran with the post-grad team last year. And so we had a fantastic year with those guys. And it's funny because the very thing I hired Luke to do for me years ago was coach that post team. So he brought me back to coach the post-grad team. And, and uh, we went 33-4 and four and, went, and we're second in the nation. Uh, and just it was just an awesome group of guys that we had a blast. And so it was kind of good for me to get a little feel of being a head coach again. So I was very, very involved in basketball. But, you know, more what I had become used to and being a coach and being a head coach. And, um, you know, but to me that was a lot of fun. And, you know, I'm just – I learned so much in my six years as a college assistant, three at Minnesota and three at Wichita State and, like, so grateful to Greg Marshall and, and Richard Patino for giving me those opportunities and just learn, just grateful to learn from, from really good coaches and uh, just have that opportunity. But I, I know it's for cir- full, full circle for a reason. And then also, you know, there's a lot you can take from just the NBA experience too. Um, the way those guys look at the game is totally different than how you see it as a college evaluator. And uh, it's, it's, it was really interesting to learn that side of it too. So, um, just a great basketball education and a lot of work, but, um, you know, had a blast last year with Sunrise and the post-grad team and got to do the NBA stuff as well. All right, good stuff. We always appreciate talking with you. Glad you're uh, home, and we'll uh, we'll visit with you soon. Thank you, guys. I apologize for being late, <laughs> but appreciate you so much. You're, you're all good. You're See still, you, Coach. Right. You're still good. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> all right, take care. Bye-bye. Kyle Linstead, the boys basketball coach, Sunrise Christian Academy. When we return, we'll talk wind surge baseball, Pearson Ole, O-H-L. That's so, a hard word. That's a hard one for me to say. Kind of like I-I, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, you, that was your text. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's an inside uh, situation. We're going to get with Pearson Ole here shortly from the wind surge. Uh, they're at home tonight, continuing a home stand. They'll be home Saturday, Sunday, all next week. So if you haven't uh, haven't been out to see the wind surge, good time to do so, I think. Wouldn't you agree? I agree, but it's going to be warm, be in the shade. Of course, there's not a lot of sun in that stadium. You could get stay cool and be in the shade. Yeah, I mean it's it's warm, but you know you, you deal with it. Well, the older you get, the more heat becomes a nuisance. <laughs> kids, we didn't care. We'd be outside playing and all that when we were kids in this weather. And the older you get, yeah, kind of say, "Oh man, I ain't going out there. It's too hot." They're uh, they're home against Frisco tonight. Why wouldn't you want to see Frisco? I don't know. I, I my good buddy Dennis Regan wants me to go to the game with him tonight. Well, maybe you should. You think? All right. Uh, we are joined by Pearson O from the Wichita Wind Surge, one of their uh, one of their pitchers. Pearson, welcome. Thank you. Thank, thanks for having me. 
so we were just talking here, killing time before you came aboard, talking about how hot it is. So I guess we're both curious. You're a young guy. Obviously, baseball's played in the hottest months of the year. Uh, does this get to you at all? You know, it can if you don't take care of your body properly. Um, but, I mean, we got a great sports staff behind us, and um, I think we're at the point in our career where we all realize that this is important to us, and I mean, we take the right steps to get our bodies in the best spot that we can going into, let's say, a start day for me, for example. But, I mean, if you, if you find yourself – uh, being complacent a few days, yeah, the heat will, it, I mean, it gets the best of them, no doubt. Pearson Olar guess a 14th uh, round pick in 2021 by the Minnesota Twins uh, came up to join the wind surge uh, here during the 2023 season. Uh, what's the season been like for you? Kind of summarize how the season's gone so far. Uh, it's been a lot of development, uh, had some success early, which was able to get me a promotion to Wichita. Um, and it's just been constant learning, constant development, understanding who I am as a pitcher, what my strengths are, where where I can take my game. And, I mean, this game, it keeps you humble really quick. So, I mean, the second you think you have something figured out, it's like, oh, by the way, you got to come back and work on this next week. So, I mean, it's just – it's a process. It's exciting. You get to you meet new guys and – I mean, now that I'm here in Wichita, it's just, I mean, you have success and you start to look around and say, you know what, there's there's some guys with big league time on this on this field. And, I mean, it's just, it's been an exciting year so far. Wind surge home tonight against Frisco, as they will be Saturday evening and Sunday afternoon. Pearson Ole, our guest. Um, so, you, you uh, went to Grand Canyon, drafted in the 14th round. We've got the trade deadline looming, uh, that's always interesting for, I would imagine, every player, not just the big leaguers, but every player throughout professional baseball uh, when the trade deadline approaches. How much attention do you give that? You know, I mean, I wouldn't call myself any sort of prospect on the on the national scale or big scale yet, but, I mean, just being a baseball player and being in this industry, I think we all pay attention to the trades and what's going on because, I mean, this lifestyle that we live, we go from city to city across the country with how it is just inside of our organization. Uh, but then you bring in the other 29 teams into that conversation. So there's always an opportunity for you to go somewhere else. And, I mean, there's, no, there's only so many draft picks each year. So if a team really wanted you and they missed out on you and they see an opportunity to get their hands on you, I mean, it's it's always a possibility. So I would say all the guys in every clubhouse across the country are always paying attention to the news this time of year. All right, so here's here's some numbers that kind of stand out when I look at your line. And, and your ERA is over four. Uh, I'm, I'm going by your full stats for the whole season, two stops. But in 80 and a third innings, you've struck out 79, and you've only walked. Uh, you only walked 13. Those are numbers that are going to please everybody's eye. So what is it, Pearson, that your next step in your development? Is it to keep the ball in the ballpark better? Uh, what What is it, in your opinion? Yeah, I, would, I mean, definitely keeping the ball inside the park. I think if you look back over the course of the year, the games where I've given up some runs, usually the ball found its way over the fence. And the ones that I was successful in, the ball stayed in the park because 
stringing hits together in baseball is incredibly hard to do. Um, and when you're throwing strikes and not giving guys free passes to get on base, it usually makes that even harder. So, yeah, definitely keeping the ball inside the park. Um, and I know I got just under a strikeout per inning, but I think I think there's definitely room for more punch outs uh, as I progress and as I develop throughout my career. Um, I just that I would say that's the low hanging fruit for me right now. Okay, so you know, one a strikeout per inning is pretty darn good. Uh, so take us inside your repertoire a little bit as a pitcher. What what is it that you like to throw? What what is your your best pitch? What is what is a pitch maybe you need to refine a little bit to in your mind to get you to the next level? So my bread and butter has always been fastball command and changeup. Um, I can throw my changeup in zone. I can throw it out of zone. I can throw it usually where I want it on good days. Um, but developing a hard breaking ball that I can throw to both handed hitters, left and right. Uh, that's been, I guess my, my number one priority ever since stepping into professional baseball. Um, I think I've made some, some really good strides in a, in a good direction with it, but I still think there's a lot of room for improvement. Um, I've just started working on a, a 12, six breaking ball again, which we saw last night, which was, it was very helpful. Um, that's something that I had in college and then kind of veered away from when I first entered pro ball because we wanted something hard away to righties. And now we're bringing it back and we're seeing some success. Um, I think another area is I can throw a little bit harder. Uh, I'm not, I'm not a flamethrower by any means. I've, I've slowly increased each year. And I think as I progress in my career and I still, I take the little things seriously and I take the weight room seriously and, and spend some time to invest in myself in the offseason. I, I think the velo is going to tick up, and I think it's going to make my repertoire that I have now that much better. Talk I know with personal from the Wichita Windsurge, right-handed pitcher, 23 years old out of Grand Canyon University. So we always love to see prospects come through in minor league baseball, and right now the Twins have two uh, for sure uh, pretty highly rated ones, uh, one on the offensive side. And then Marco Raya, uh, a pitcher who's been in three games, made three starts for the wind surge. Uh, wh- what are your thoughts on, on him and, and the other player I was talking about, Brooks Lee? Yeah, I spent, I spent a lot of time with Marco Raya, actually. We were both in the Fort Myers Mighty Muscles roster for the whole 2022 season. So I've spent a lot of time with him in the clubhouse. I've got to know him a little bit over the last year and a half or so. Um, it's been great getting to see a high caliber on like that up close and personal. And I mean, he's young and talented and it's, I mean, it's fun to watch what he can do out on the mound. Uh, I've gotten to know Brooks a little bit, just, I mean, I've been in Wichita for almost two months now. And I mean, he's a great guy. He's fun to be around. I love picking the brain uh, of hitters and specifically like a high caliber hitter like himself. Uh, it kind of gives me that inside look on what they're thinking of when they're in the box and, I mean, as we can see from Brooks' stat line this year uh, and just his track record, I mean, he's he's one of the best in the world, I would say, at what he does. And um, if you can get inside a, a hitter's head like that, I think it's it's incredibly beneficial to understand their process of what they go through and what they're looking for in the box. And, and I take that to the flip side and go, okay, well, the best hitters in the world are thinking this, so I need to be thinking this out there on the mound. And 
I mean, it's just it's it's cool to be surrounded with high level, high talented guys. So before we let you go, you grew up in California. Is there a team on the West Coast? Are you a Dodger fan, Angels fan, uh, Giants? What 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 does it look like for you in that regard? Yeah, I, I definitely grew up a Dodgers fan. Um, I grew up 35 minutes from Chavez Ravine. So I would say that's definitely my hometown team. Um, I mean, but now that I'm, I guess, in the profession, I'm really not biased to anything. Um, obviously, I'm going to support the Twins, no doubt. Um, they've given me this opportunity to continue doing what I love. But uh, I'd say if I were to, were to be done playing baseball, I'd, I think I'd be a Dodger fan for life. There you go. Uh, good talking with you. We re- really appreciate your time. Uh, we know you're, uh, you got you guys have a game to play tonight. We're thankful you came on with us, Pearson. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. All right, Pearson Ole from the Wichita Wind Surge. Every time we talk to one of those guys, I've, I enjoy it. You know I like talking baseball. You do like talking baseball. But you, you could tell right away. Some of the first comments of his mouth. I take care of my body. I I'm married to the weight room. Uh, yeah, you hope now. Now I'm gonna now I'm gonna hope for that that kid yeah. uh, figures it out. Nothing but the best for him. Absolutely. You know, he's in Double A. Yeah. That means you're you're you've got a shot. Yes, you can get to Double A. You've got a shot. Yeah, no. So no we'll question. we'll follow his progress uh, for sure. When we come back, we'll break down Wichita State's basketball schedule. Uh, It was just released here in the last few minutes, and we'll talk about their non-conference schedule. Coming up next, Chris Davis joining me, Bob Lutz, The Bob and Jeff Show, KFH. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.